Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? You got one bro here, but James is going to do the intro, so he's got to get going today. But Well, you only got one bro on camera whenever you do a Zoom call anyway. That's so. true. That's true. But James has got to nice. do his show intro. So I ladies love and the gents, intro. Here we go. James, who do we got today? Wait, no. How are you going to do the whole? Oh, sorry. The whole thing, right? Yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Anansi is here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. The insurance bro, James Sias with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, we have another fun-filled show for you on this fantabulous Friday. Calling in from Thailand is an accelerated English trainer who teaches English in companies all the way across the world. The Arsenio Buck Show is a personal development podcast, which is the perfect fit for a business bros guest. From the Arsenio Buck podcast, please welcome today's guest, Arsenio! <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> had to get had to get that in there got to get the energy going nice and early arsenio welcome to the show man thanks for joining us today yes sir man that was one of the best introductions of all time thank you so much for having me on <laughs> and of course awesome arsenio look i we got so much energy That's on so this show funny, i want to make sure we get into our conversation <laughs> but i gotta let our audience know real quick 365 pairs of shoes ladies and gentlemen we are we are at 332 now Oh, 347 now. 347 pairs of shoes. So we're like that far away. So if you guys got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or James at CSFirst.com. He's also the insurance guy. So maybe you got a tax business. Maybe you got a mortgage business. You want to add insurance into your, into your business. We do the heavy lifting for you. We got the muscles to do that. And you just sit back and collect the check. You want to find out how that happens? Hit us up 619-884-0045 or James at CSFirst.com. Today's show sponsor is dronecode.net forward slash business bros. For all your solar needs, sun comes out, it's shining, it's got to make you money. If it's not making you money, you're wasting daylight. It's going to make money while you, well, not sleep. While you work, it's working for you. Drunko.net forward slash business bros is where you need to go to get started for all your solar needs. All right, Arsenio, you ready? Man, you guys are doing it big. That's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's come come a long way. It's it's one of those things like consistency is the key. Just get out here, do it every single day. You get better behind the mic. You know, you get the energy going. We get to meet all kinds of different people. I mean, I got the opportunity to be a guest on your show already. And now we finally, through scheduling, because let's face it, the other side of the world has a whole different time frame. It's morning for you, early morning for you. So, uh, you know. Up front, I want to say thank you very much for being on the show and taking uh, the early morning out of your out of your time schedule for for the business bros. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for coming on again. Last time you came on, we created some magic on the ESL podcast, and a lot of people. Again, I mean, it gets a significant amount of plays depending on what side of the world they're from and whatnot. But um, 
Yeah, man, this is fantastic. He said consistency. So again, man, do you want me to? Do you want me to just take it away? Hell yeah! I want to know a little bit about you. Where? How, how did you end yeah. up in Thailand teaching oh, and developing man. people in English? How did that happen? <laughs> when people ask me that, I just get all these flashbacks of so many different like, oh, rites of passages. You know what I mean? So, all right. So to keep it short. My work at Holiday Visa had expired out there in Australia working as a dental assistant. Uh, worst job ever. And you know, when it <laughs> expired, I, I, I said, okay, I got to go back to Vegas, but I got to do some traveling. I didn't get the opportunity to travel to any parts of Southeast Asia, which I didn't even know it was called Southeast Asia. And I thought about it. I said, Vietnam, okay, no, nah, I don't know about Vietnam. How about Thailand? So I looked up all this information about Thailand. This is what, eight years ago? So Google wasn't that good back then. And so I came here, and of course, coming here for six days, going to Japan for a good seven-hour layover, but actually getting outside the airport to see people and to finally step in a country I've always wanted to go to. Went to Hawaii for four days to check out the University of Hawaii Manoa, which stunk. Went back home, and I realized, man, Asia's where I got to go, because I fell in love with this nurse, this Japanese nurse that could not speak English. She's from Hokkaido, Japan. Fell in love, Hernan, and I said, you know what? I am too one-dimensional. I, you know, I need to learn a new language. So because I had already come here to Thailand, I said, I do believe that Asia is the next place that I need it to come. So finishing up all the certs, especially the, you know, the TEFL certificate and all the English stuff, I finally came here in 2013 in May, and that was when the real story began. Ooh. So just that wait, that was, wait, wait. that's the whole wait, wait. prelude to everything. Wait. We all got to know. How did that love work out? <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't just go, I fell in love and I did and, and just end it there. Every listener is going to be like, well, what happened? Did he marry her? Did, he, did, did it work Man, out? Man, there ain't no love out here. Man, <laughs> it's the opposite of love. Come on, her God. <laughs> no, man. You know what? It's, it's, when I first came here, and when you travel to a country, it's different from when you live in a country. Mm. So when I came here, and I was like, oh, my God, Thai people, they so, they so happy. Yeah, land of smiles and this and that. When I moved here, man, yeah, it was a rude awakening for me. <laughs> people started looking at me different ways, you know? So I had two colleagues over here. And the teacher who originally employed me, she was like, hey, so just to let you know, some of the parents don't like you because you're black. And I'm like, oh. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it at the time. And I was like, yeah, what's just wrong with this girl? She's wrong with her. But then I started seeing the looks, not only from her, but townspeople, the comments, the this, the that. And then I realized probably three months in that I was in for a battle of my life, psychologically, because I didn't know personal development back then. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So again, for those two years, getting out of that school, knowing what my self-worth was, going into another school, getting probably like a 60% increase in salary. And then dealing with the same things again and trying to get a job in Bangkok and going to interviews. And they say, sorry, we don't accept black teachers at this school. You could only imagine the, the craziness, you know, going through a, a young individual's mind for the first time, believing that this country was just open arms for just about everyone well, and just getting smacked in the face. Let's hover on that for a second, because there is sure. no way you go to a job interview in the Cappuccino. state and get that answer. Right? <laughs> no way. It's not going to happen. 
So, like, it, you know, I mean, over here, it becomes a big thing. You're on TV. There's a huge case. And, you know, you, you got all kinds of famous lawyers got your back. And you become, you know, some sort of big superstar for civil rights. All that kind of stuff would happen if that was the case here. But, in, but over there, that's perfectly normal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think it's all across Asia. I'm not going to say Singapore. I'm not going to say Central Asia, like Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan. But in China, they say the same thing. As a matter of fact, they're probably more brutally honest. In China, Japan, and Korea, and Korea, they depict, you know, African-Americans as apes in books. And so, I mean, you could only imagine, you know, but where does the mindset come from? See, I saw things literally rather than digging deep into it. Mm -hmm. So I took it personal. But now amounts to the success I have today, it all started at the end of 2015, realizing, you know what, okay, Arsenio, you got this victimhood on, okay? You got the victim cape off. It's time to take it off and put the hero cape on. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna be able to get through this life being a victim and just telling everyone your, your this sob story. I mean, yeah, life is tough. This is what, I mean, you could only imagine what our ancestors have been through. You know what I mean? So. Okay, so you don't like uh, black people, cool, but I'm cappuccino, so well, sucks for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even black, okay? I got all kinds of cappuccino going on right now. So I'm like, oh, you don't like black people? Well, I'm sorry. I mean, who are your parents? That's what I want to know. It's not about them, and it's not about their perception, but I dive deeper. So anyways, I ended up diving into personal development at the beginning of 2016. But before that, there was an Irish teacher that said, Arsenio, you're not utilizing all your skills. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, you have a radio voice. I said, I have a radio voice? I said, what? <laughs> what do you mean by that? He said, you need to make a podcast. I said, what's a podcast? He gave all the details. I said, what am I going to talk about? He said, you'll figure it out. That's right. <laughs> so after, after buying Napoleon Hill, I said, you know what? I'm going to start talking about this because I believe a lot of people don't know about this. And so I did. I didn't know target markets. I didn't know anything. My job was just to voice everything, like look at all the laws that are in that, in, in that specific book, the 15 laws, break them down little by little, apply them to my life. Again, it's kind of like read about it, write about it, speak about it. Mm -hmm. And then I completely know it. It's, it becomes part of my mainframe. So that's exactly what I did. And it was just one book after another. I didn't know about audiences. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what my target was. I didn't know what value was. I didn't know what any of that was. It's just was it, I was. Was it those those types of books that got you out of those two? Dude, you did two years of Absolutely. victimhood. So two years of victimhood. Yeah. There's a lot of people who just quit and leave. Like why and, why put up with this? You know what I mean? And that's what has happened on so many occasions. I was just talking to a Ghanaian teacher, and he said he knew like a you know uh, a, a British who had an African you know African descent. And again, go into an interview and they're like, sorry, no black teachers at this school. He picked up and he left. I never left. Why did I never leave? And I still ask myself that question today. I just felt like I'm not going to allow, I, I don't know. It's just, I need to really dig deep and ask myself. Oh, well, cause probably cause I have nothing to go back to in America. That's number one. I have no net. This is what Eric Thomas has said. That no net, when you, when things, when, Times get tough, people always have a net to go back to. Mm -hmm. For a lot of you out there, fantastic. You have mom, you have father. I don't. You I have a to mother. succeed as much as you wanted to breathe. That's right. And so I got no support. I became my own backbone. There's no one out there in America that's going to help me. 
unfortunately. And that's because I burned and blew up all my goddamn bridges out there. Hey, you know, things had to be blown up, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I knew that I wanted more in life and the people in the back, they didn't. And I'm not going to be rescue 911 and put them on my back and try to get out this goddamn burning house. So I took this big significant step and realizing that there's no back, there's no going back. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. So that's it. So if they say, hey, Arsenio, you know, hey, this, and you know what? No black teachers over here, over there, over there. I say, you know what? I'm going to keep on doing this. So you had, you literally had no choice. Like you, it, it's not even a matter of, switching the victim mindset like you were either going to be a victim for the rest of your life or you were going to turn your mindset around to, to figure out how you're going to make this life better for yourself exactly exactly and i didn't know what it was but i remember i was getting i mean the comments and i love them i love them because i'm not successful in spite of that i'm successful because of it that's mm. what lisa nichols has said before you know what i mean so the comments, the ew, black man, low class pimp, the majority of the racism comes, the 95% of it comes from, 98% of it comes from women, only the women. It's not the men. The men are cool. It's the women. So you can imagine how they praise some of these over 50, 60, 70 year old men who come here to marry women with intent to these hidden agendas they have. And me, I'm just a guy trying to inspire and I got this energy and this and that. I'm hurry, I'm like, I'm put into a box. So it was all those comments, especially in 2015. I said, man, to hell with all of this. Started going into that. And then that's when I started like chipping away in a, at a lot of things that existed within me. The opinions that I made part of my subconscious mind that I didn't even know about. I was reaffirming that negativity. Mm -hmm. I was reaffirming all the negative thoughts and everything that has happened to me in this country. The moment I see one thing or the moment one thing happens to me, I jump into the past and real, you know, just start reaffirming everything that has happened. So, who man, in 2016, oh, 2016, again, it was still like a rebuilding year, but 2017, I realized who I was. See, I started learning. And of course, <clears throat> here... It's not so much about picking it up, picking up a book, opening it, and teaching it. It's about becoming resourceful. Mm. It's about knowing all the different test preparation courses that are around the world, right? So you got TOEIC, TOEFL, IELTS, uh, GMAT, SAT, hate SAT, stay away from me, uh, <laughs> and a lot of other ones, you know? And so I started learning all of these, and then, of course, I got more work. They pay me more money over here in this area than they did in this area. I started rebelling. I started saying, I'm not doing this. And these old British guys were like, oh, you have to do it. Because if you don't do it, maybe you should go part-time. I've gotten all that, I'm telling you the ridiculousness that I had to go through. <laughs> but I took a big, I took a leap and I said, Arsenio, I lived in Southeast Thailand. Of course, they're going to have a narrow-minded mindset. I lived in the South and I've lived in a very, raci not, raci not only racially plagued, but a pedophilia plagued area where a lot of men preyed on younger individuals and everyone just shrugged their shoulders like it was nothing. I needed to get into Bangkok because I knew that Bangkok had the opportunity. So I took a big leap. I left all that bullshit behind. And I said, Arsenio, well, hey, you're good at this. You're number one at taking big leaps. So come on in here to Bangkok and see what's happening. And of course, it was probably by far 1,000% the best decision I ever made because now I went from being a victim once I came here, started my ESL podcast. Why? Because my YouTube videos were hidden. Started that, boom, Japan. And I started getting countries, especially Brazil, Sao Paulo, most notably. And then all across Europe. 
and then more of South America. Then Asia was tuning in like crazy. And I was like, oh my God, so it's not so much about black anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I started changing that mindset. And then other people were like, hey, can you do a workshop? Can you create a workshop for this bank? Can you do it for this bank? Hey, I got the number one leading techno uh, technology review uh, company in Thailand. You want a t-shirt? Okay. Boom. Met famous people. Met some of the most famous composers and writers in Thailand. And this and that. So then I realized, oh my God. So everything that happened to me before, that was all bullshit. That's not what life was. That's what I made life to be. Because that's such, a, that's such an epiphany that a lot of people don't get is that little part is that's your perspective that's that's it's your responsibility i don't care what kind of things it's it's you know whether it's your fault or not is irrelevant it's your responsibility to to how you react how you you have the ability to respond to any particular situation whatever it is that life throws at you does it suck is it fair no but you know yeah it sucks and no it's not fair but you have the ability to change that point of view. That's exactly, you know, what you're describing right there is exactly what I try to get so many young 17-year-old kids to understand. Like, right. yes, it happened. What are you going to do what about do it? About it. What are you, it's your life. How are you not going to take control of your life? If you uh -huh. dwell on that negativity, that negativity is going to consume you. It's going to become you. You're going to be the negative person because all you think about is the negative thoughts. Right. And that's, and you know what? Let's do it from a, a student perspective. From the ages, what? Six to about 18. My mother and father, they separated. They waved knives in each other's faces. Ooh. Okay. They hated each other. My mom went off to jail for about 30 days. Protective custody. Couldn't see my mom. Cried every time. Cried every day in class because I was living with my father. My father went across, went to this school, went to this school, went to this school, was doing bad things. And I'm telling you, it was all because my father was literally neglecting us, even from a sense of feeding us. Ooh. Okay, so leading up to that, my mom took custody, but I was living in a bad neighborhood. You got the bloods and the crypts shooting each other. I wanted no part of that. See, it's all about a decision. Going all the way up to 2006, yes, graduated from high school, boom, went to Arizona. And then everything began to change. Guys, I spilt the same blood as we all did. I had the same transgressions. Guess what? I didn't have money coming up. I had to wear water shoes in second grade. Literally water shoes to school. Can you, do you <laughs> understand how humiliated that is, especially from a black perspective? Mm -hmm. All the black students come to me, ah, oh, you got water shoes on. But that means that has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with my parents. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of people, we make the problems with our family become who we are. But you need to understand that you were put on this planet to have your own perception. If your your parents don't have money, that's their motherfucking fault. Exactly. That's their fault. You yeah. haven't started making money yet. Don't bring that upon you. Mm -hmm. That's what people need to understand out there in America. You live in the Queensboro Projects. Tough luck. I would literally pack my shit up, be a hobo, and I'll ship off to, I don't anywhere know, else. Uh, 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 anywhere else. It doesn't even matter. My mom is that same person who continues to be a victim. Bless her soul, love her heart. But she still lives in that same neighborhood complaining about the same things, doing the same things, expecting a different outcome. It doesn't work like that. You cannot wait for someone to take your hand. You're going to have to take the step out. I get it. Man, y'all live in America. Y'all got the welfare. You got so many different services that can help you. Mm -hmm. That you can't. Here in Thailand, if you don't work, you die. There are no services to help you. 
So there are many other countries out there that have it far tougher and children that have it much tougher. Children are being born with HIV in some parts of Bangkok. There's an HIV infested area where 80% of the children there have HIV. Why? Because it's drug infested and it's because, hey, the parents just want to sit here and expect that someone's going to give them something. You got to be able to take that big leap. See, when I was coming up and seeing all the things I have and hearing that my, my friend got ran over by a car, I lost my friend to leukemia and this and that. Hey, it wasn't me, though. It wasn't. I'm not going to become part of that nonsense. And so, again, that's exactly what I learned so much from Lisa Nichols because she had to get in fights going home every day. She, had, she was living between about two or three gangs in South Central L.A. I was living in Las Vegas. I was fortunate, but I was robbed, right? I was in a home robbery, and I had to press charges up against a guy, and I, I thought I was going to get some kind of retaliation. But, again, that's because my mom chose to live there for the amount of years she did. That had nothing to do with me personally. So when I left and I saw Australia for the first time in 2009, 10 years ago, just past the anniversary about four months ago, everything changed because I realized that I have a decision. I can make a decision to no longer be in this society. Mom, are you with me or are you without me? Now I'm going to sit here and I'm going to complain about all the things, do this and talk about about people. I said, all right, mom, well, it's time for me to go. Steven, you've always hated me. Brother, of course. Okay, best of luck to you. Hey, younger sister. Hey, we never had a really good relation. Best of luck to you. Hey, older sister, love you to death. I see you do a lot of complaining to yourself. Best of luck to you. I got to go on about this journey by myself. I'm going to be a journeyman if you don't want to come along with me. And it's not my goal to take you along with me either. But that's a, that's a personal, you've, you've figured yourself out. You've mm -hmm. come to the decision that this is your life. Right. Me my own life. Like, you know, it's funny because on the one hand, people are like, well, I'm selfish. I, you know, I don't, I, I do things for other people. I take care of my friends. I make sure everything, you know, that's all great and dandy, but it's your life. Like if that's, what's making you happy, by all means, continue to do that. But if you are unhappy, if you are not being the best, if you hate waking up every day, you look mm -hmm. forward to that weekend you're not living your best life. If, you, if you're sleeping in every single day, you're literally telling your life, yourself, that you'd rather be asleep for your life than awake for it. You need to make a change. And you're one of those few people who like realizes that and not only realizes it, but takes the action. Like you did it. You didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know if you were going to make it or not. You didn't know if you were going to survive. But you did it. No regrets. No regrets whatsoever. And that's one thing, again, what Gary Vee has said. It, he said, it, when you get older and you're on death's bed, what regret are you going to have? Me, with my family and whatnot? Hey, they're in good health. Hey, my nephew, who I haven't seen in a while, we never had a great relationship because he was very disobedient to me. Although he's a young kid, that's fine. But I have no regrets in going forward. You know, I have no regrets about anything whatsoever the only regret what i have is the what if what if i didn't go to this country what if i didn't you know take a detour in this area what if i could have just did a little bit more at that workshop and i could have given my business card to this person and do this what about my foundation what if i could have gone to the likes of johannesburg which i will be going to possibly next uh, march or uh, april you know, to, to deliver to some of these areas that are in need of my support and in need of my guidance. See, the what if, that's what kills people. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I believe that 
I represent an idea. I'm not Arsenio. I represent an idea. And that idea is possibility. There is no such thing as color. There, it is whatever the world is, is what you perceive it to be. Mm. Okay, there are some people that might say, hey, you're this, hey, you're that. Okay, <laughs> that's you. That's your personal belief. You're not going to put that opinion on me. Mm. I have nothing to do with that. I'm not going to take it personal, but hey, best of luck to you. You know what I mean? So that's one thing a lot of your listeners and people around the world need to understand is not to take things so personally, because that's what I did for so long. You know, and again, you know, just like yesterday, I didn't take it too personal. Well, I did take it personal because this lady was screaming <laughs> at me on the bus. And I said, I'm not going to be screamed at by you women anymore on this damn bus. Okay. Because it's like <laughs> these conductors and they, she's over here screaming and I'm telling her like in Thai, you know, speak better, speak better, speak better. And then she's like, nah, 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 and I said, speak better, speak better, speak better. And then she shut up. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you gotta put your foot down yeah and i felt good because i stood up for my values mm-hmm. i stood up for the women that were sitting behind me because she speaks to them bad too and i just stood up for the idea of representing possibility that i'm not going to it's like the you know the false premise right what's the false premise what is it called oh treat others the way you want to be treated no, no no treat others the way they treat you so if you <laughs> smile at me i'm gonna ask you how you doing it's a big mm-hmm. smile but if you look at me dirty, well, more than likely, I'm just going to smile anyways. But if you say something, I'm going to challenge you just a little bit intellectually. But it never happens, of course. Never, ever, ever happens. But I'm just saying, I just treat others the way I'm treated. And that's what I want to do. Just radiate that amount of positivity, possibility. And again, traveling, yes, it has enabled me to realize that this world is so vast with beauty and, and with wonder. And there's so much, like not only, not only in the realm of education, because that's going through, of course, a lot of noise right now, but also doubling down on skill sets and understanding what, you know, focusing on the core genius of individuals and their unique talents and their capabilities. You know what I mean? I've learned so much throughout all of this that I'm like, damn, I needed to go through all that crazy ass nonsense to see all of this. I go back and I say, thank you. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the you, black man, low class pimp. Thank you for the, oh, black people stink. Black people are bad. Black people are this. Black people are that. Black people are this. Thank you for all of that because look at me now. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what I'm just so grateful for. This energy I have, it's not because of that, but it's because I realized how unique I was through the negative opinions of others. They were saying that out of fear because they realized my true capabilities. See, that's called perception. Dude, I... I can talk to you for hours, but I know, I know, I know you got to go to work. It's morning for you over there, but you know what? Arsenio, awesome show. Thank you for hopping on and sharing your story. Cause I mean, you know, we didn't even get into business, but this, this mindset yeah. thing, this understanding who you are as an individual, like looking in the mirror and realizing that that person is the one you can't lie to. That is the one that's, that's going to, you're, that's your biggest judge, jury, and executioner right there staring at you in the mirror. And as soon as you realize that, as soon as you know that you need to make a change inside your own mind, how you see the world, then it looks so different. Then the yeah. world is nothing but opportunities. Problems aren't problems. They're opportunities. It's just how you look at them. It's how you perceive the world and you can perceive it any way you want to. But uh, Earl Nightingale is one of, you know, the, the strangest secret. I love when he, when he relates um, the mind to, to fertile soil. The, you know, you can put poison in the ground, you can water it, you can nurture it, and the, the ground doesn't care what you plant in it. 
it will bring up in abundance whatever you nurture and your mind is the same way if you nurture that negative thought it's going to give back negative thoughts just as much in abundance as it would if you put in positive thoughts it's your own perspective on things so you had a great way of putting it together and sharing your experience i want to say thank you very much for being on the show Absolutely. And man, yeah, it sucks. We could have talked about business. There's so many th different things that I could have dove into, but I'll have to come back on in the future. Uh, yeah. You got a nice little slot for me and do some flexing a little bit more. You know what? You know? I mean, we got, we got uh, December coming up. I know a lot of my guests don't really like to come on during that time, but you know, so maybe we'll come on and do a round two. I don't know. What do you say? Hey, oh, you already know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. In, I'm in for it because I'm doing a lot of gratitude stuff coming into December and I'm interviewing a lot of people having live shows because December, man, I just feel like summing up the entire year in the eight categories of life. That's another thing we'll have to discuss. But uh, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got me in. You got me in. I'll be booking that time slot and we're going to get it going because, oh, I got a Boom. lot of things in terms to share. A lot of things from business in terms We've to just share. scraped the yeah. surface on this one. Oh, yeah. I know. People are like, God damn, who is this guy? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't worry. I'll I want more of him. I want more of him. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, quick reminder, 365 pairs of shoes. We're at 347, almost there. New shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, make sure you hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. We're the insurance guys, so make sure you, sh you hit us up for all your home, auto, commercial, business, whatever else you need, or if you want to add insurance into your business so we can cut you a check, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Dronecode.net forward slash business bros is our show sponsor. Use those sun rays. They're going to send out a drone, measure out your rooftops, send the measurements to roofing contractors, solar companies. You sit back, look at all the quotes. That's how you shop for solar. Pick the quote that works for you and make that sun work for you also. Arsenio, thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate your time. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. That's all we got for you guys today. And when this airs, if you're listening to it on replay, it's going to air on Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day to all the vets. Thank you for your service. Peace. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.